Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. Is anyone else struggling with what to wear these days? I've been pretty frustrated with getting dressed over the last few months as I've navigated body changes, and some days I quite literally have no idea what to wear. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothing for every occasion. When I signed up, I took a style quiz, and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my life. I've been renting clothes from Armoire for a while now, and the more I rent, the more on point the suggestions get. Plus, you send what you wear back, which is a great way to try new styles without waste. Armoire also has such a fantastic range of options. Whether you're planning an outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or maybe a family event, or just need some updated options for everyday life, you'll be the best-dressed person in the room without ever having to find time for an exhausting shopping day. Right now, Didn't I Just Feed You listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash D-I-J-F-Y. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-I-J-F-Y to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share HomeThreads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At homethreads.com, Discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to homethreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for didn't I just feed you, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. Homethreads, love where you live. That's homethreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. At Didn't I Just Feed You, we pride ourselves on being in no judgment zone and making sure to offer helpful tips, easy recipes, and tasty food products no matter how you cook or what you eat. So if you're on a low-carb diet like Stacy, we're here to help. We don't care if it's because you're keto, it feels better, and anything in between. We just want you to feel great and eat delicious things. That's why we're happy to bring you Briar's Carb Smart, a line of frozen treats that's 3 to 5 grams net carbs and just 150 calories or less per serving. We know that a low-carb count matters to some of you, and we've got you covered. And for everyone else, like me, for whom it doesn't matter, I'm happy to report that Briar's Carb Smart is delicious. And I know my frozen treats, guys. This summer, treat yourself to Briar's Carb Smart in flavors including chocolate-covered almond, mint fudge, caramel swirl, and more. We made it easy for you with an exclusive coupon for our listeners. Visit briars.com backslash didn't I just feed you. Because everyone should eat treats. Grill it a little bit to like brown it on each side, like in your pan, like butter, the way you do it, but split so that it then fits inside of a grilled cheese. Grilled cheese hot dog is the bomb diggity. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Stacy. I'm Megan. Welcome to this week's episode, which is all about hot dogs, hot dogs, hot diggity dogs. Anyway. <laughs> I want to. I know I we really have to tell people before. Yeah, subscribe, rate, review. We love you. Okay, all right. 
You guys know I love stuff, right? Do it. Okay, now I need to jump in because it's so funny that you sang that song. Where is that song from for you? Is that like a thing in the world? Like, is that yeah, just like a I general thing? Yeah, it's like a Disney yes. thing. It is. Yeah. Okay, so Disney Playhouse. Yes. Oliver, when he was little, was obsessed. And like, he'd be like, hot dog song. Like, he was yes. really little. Second child, I was like, sure, here's the iPad. Watch. Like, you know, I feel like Isaac probably, his eyes didn't fall on television until he was like two and a half or something. And in the meantime, like, Oliver was had an iPad in his crib, probably. Um, <laughs> so, hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. It goes on to say, or at least it used to, in one of the verses, like, come inside, it's fun inside. Yes. Okay, so we were talking one day fairly recently about the shows that the boys used to like when they were little. They are now 10 and 13. And I sang that song with that line, and Isaac, the 13-year-old, looked at me, and his eyes opened really wide. (laughs) And he was like, ew, that is so disgusting and inappropriate. And Oliver was like, what, what? Because like, there's all this stuff, like Isaac's really into, that's what she said jokes, which besides being inappropriate are like inappropriate on a thousand real levels too, by the way. And like, I read him the riot act every time, but Oliver's always like, what is happening? What are you guys (laughs) talking about? Because he just doesn't get it. No, and like, I won't tell him. Like, it's not funny because they're usually like, I don't know, they usually like, Uh, I'm not that uptight and I'm trying, but like when you're trying to raise boys to be sensitive, you can't kind of pick and choose. Yeah. Like, we're not going to say that, but he literally cannot help himself. Okay. I have to tell you that I have literally watched so much Mickey's Playhouse (laughs) in my years as a parent. And I literally never, ever thought about come inside. It's fun inside. (laughs) Even when you just said it, it was, it took the humor of a 13 year old boy for me to get it. So wrong when you hear it with those ears. Disney, what is up? Oh my God. And then I used to work in children's television and we really never did anything crazy, but you're like, wait, did they know when they wrote that? I mean, they're at least aware now. So maybe have they changed it? They have to know. I don't know. And we're so influential here, you and me, that once it gets out that we've had this conversation in public, they're going to have to change. (laughs) Okay. Just kidding. You're joking. But also the reason we're even having a whole episode about hot dogs is because for so long I've been like, I don't really. (laughs) Yeah. Hot dogs. Like, I don't really care for them. My family likes them. I buy them when I'm going out of town and Brian's in charge of dinner. But something happened. There's been a shift. <laughs> There's been a shift in me this year during quarantine and beyond dogs. where I'm like, okay, I get it now. It's such an easy dinner and it can be so super fun. So let's talk dogs. Hot let's dogs. talk dogs. I've been waiting for this moment. Also, it's a little bit satisfying. I'm not going to lie because I just said this on a recent episode. I'm a hypocrite. So I'm like, "Mm, that's too processed. But yeah, like let's serve up all the hot dogs. (laughs) 
which might be the most like over-processed food in the entire like American food lexicon. Um, It can be, and it can also not be. And in some ways, like the origins of a hot dog are from a sausage, which is like very much about minimizing waste and utilizing other parts of the animal. So like hot dog is kind of great. Well, that's what I was going to. That's so funny. You totally read my mind that it's actually not American food, right? Yeah. And that it became that like at some point. I don't know. We don't know like the history of the hot dog. But also now that like people are going to butchers more, a lot of butchers are making homemade hot dogs and kind of returning to the tradition of sausages and hot dogs and where they all came from. So it's also now like much easier if you talk to your butcher to get a quality dog. (laughs) (laughs) Quality dog. And also the grocery store, right? Like there's so many more options. It's not just like the Oscar Mayer hot dogs, which as I'm saying that I'm remembering like the Oscar Mayer hot dogs of my youth where they had the version that was filled with like processed cheese spread. And oh actually, my God, yes. in like weird little dots, like yeah. if you cut into it. You could see it was like an extruder. It's like something just barreled through the dog and injected like cheese whiz or something. I kind of want that right now. Like <laughs> even though I just had lunch, I'm like, oh, can I get a cheese-filled hot dog? But yes, you can get like way more options at the grocery store now even. You don't have to go to a specialty butcher to find really good hot dogs. Although if you do, it's freaking delicious. It's totally worth it. It is one of those places where you like the flavor difference and the like snappiness of the hot dog is so much better. Totally. Also, totally. can we just like take a minute to be petty and throw some shade on the hot dog and the bun industry that like they cannot get their together and you can never buy like the same number of hot dogs and the same number of buns in a single package it irritates me to no end Stacey I'm like what the frick am I supposed to do with two leftover hot dog buns I mean yeah I find ways to use it but it's annoying or like I have to buy like a 20 pack of hot dogs and then I can only buy 18 buns or 16 buns. It's very annoying. I hear you. Okay. We talked about but like dogs. We talked about buns. Should we start getting into like how we can turn hot dogs into a legit family dinner? Yeah. I mean, here's what I do. I cook them in butter on the stovetop. I put them in a bun. I open up a bag of chips and I call it a day. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. So I wanted to start a traditional... Can you hear this? You hear this, right? I hear the, you ice, hear cream the ice cream truck. truck. It's very I mean, appropriate. It's isn't summer. this like dogs and some, right? Yes. Like I was just yes. going to say. So we're just going to leave it. We're just going to let it happen. Okay. So traditional mustard. Let's talk about ketchup. Ketchup on dogs, yay or nay? I am anti-ketchup on dogs, but Ella is like, you know, a ketchup fiend. And I've been ordering ketchup from Thrive Market, actually. And I sometimes do ketchup, but I like it to be like spicy ketchup. Yes. Oh, I love that because I'm anti-ketchup too on dogs, but my kids are into it. Mustard, spicy, yellow. Yes. Fancy. It's like, so here's the thing I think about hot dogs and toppings is like, Hot dogs are kind of a blank canvas. I mean, they're flavorful enough on their own, right? Like I just joked that you could just cook them in butter and put them on a bun and call it a day. But like 
Sometimes I want a hot dog with just spicy mustard on it. Sometimes I want a hot dog with like yellow mustard and a sort of like sweet pickle relish. Yes, yummy. Chili cheese dogs. Hell to the yes. I have a recipe on the kitchen we'll share because it's like so easy and it feels like even more hearty if you're feeding a hungry dudes like you are. Or hungry people, I should say, not just dudes, but hungry people in general. So that's one of my favorite things about hot dogs. Like they're kind of like a burger and th- that they're a blank canvas. So you just like get creative. And I know that you have some really great topping ideas. I do. So I'm not huge on yellow mustard, but you just brought up some ways that it actually is totally like appropriate and works. I'm gonna just say that like spicy, like the classic spicy mustard is my favorite. Like, I think yes. that's perfect. Other traditional toppings, we have sauerkraut, of course. You can just oh, like yeah. open a jar. Delicious. Caramelized onions. Mm, that's, that's Brian's a- favorite. Peppers and onions. really good. Yes. But I also like raw onions on mine. So when too. you do that, do you like a, re- do you prefer a red onion? Do you like a sweet onion? And do you chop it like super fine? Or are you doing like julienne? Of- oh, all the good questions. So I love like a Vidalia onion, like a nice sweet onion, mm-hmm. like when they're in season and they're easy to find. Or I like red onions. I actually... Like, except as a base, like in my mirepoix or whatever, just like starting a dish, you know, with onions, I'll use yellow onions. But I generally lean towards red onion. They're like sweeter to me. I don't know. How about a shallot even on top of a hot dog? Because they're so like tender in flavor. I feel like that would be really good. Finely minced. Yeah. Or have a pickled, pickled shallot. Yes. Like pickled red onion. We always talk about having those around. Oh, so good. In the vein of like a kraut and a pickle kimchi on a hot dog is incredibly delicious too. That's delicious. I, so now that we're getting into like different kinds of toppings, Chicago style dogs. That's I don't think I even know what that house. is. Exactly. <sighs> so say, you know, I'm new to hot dogs. I'm new to all this, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> and a Chicago dog. I Okay, so it starts with a specific kind of dog that I believe is called a red hot. So I've only yes. had them. I've never, you know, I like they're hard to make at home. It's hard to find the right things. I tried ordering red hots for Isaac a couple of summers ago. And like it was I either had to buy like 20 pounds of them or not. So, you know, this again, left that is behind. a real problem with the hot dog industry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're unveil- like we're uncovering so many issues. The hot dog buns typically have poppy seeds on them. Yes. This is a place where yellow mustard is called for. Like there's a sweet kind of relish. I don't know if it's a particular kind of relish. Hey, people from Illinois, Chicago, people who know this stuff really well, give us a shout out and let us know. But I know there's like a sweet relish, chopped onion, then like entire slices of tomato. Like if yes. you, I've, I've seen some people do it with wedges. I've seen slices that are then like cut in half so that they fit the bun. A dill pickle spear, like a whole one that runs alongside the hot dog itself. Sport peppers, which are, again, I think a kind of regional little like hot pepper. I've used banana peppers at home that I've sliced. And a dash of celery salt, I know is a thing. Yes. I mean, it is so good. A weird memory of having Portillo's, Portillo's hot dogs. That may not be the name of it. We'll link to it in the show notes in Chicago one which is like you go and have hot dogs there and they put all the things on them. 
Do you feel like hot dogs and corn dogs are related enough to include corn dogs in this episode? Oh, talk to me, girl. I've had like two corn dogs in my entire life. What? <laughs> I love when I drop these things that I know you're going to be like, I would what? like in all the yeah. years of me being like, oh, I don't really like a hot dog. Put a corn dog in front of me and I'm going to eat three at a minimum. Like I freaking love a corn dog. What? Yeah. I yeah. Know. I'm just not. I get it. I have the corn dog muffins from Make It Easy. That's true. Yes. I've that I used to make all the amazing. time. So I get the flavor. Like I get the combination. Like the corn muffin is like a very simple but sweet flavor, but sweetness that's a little bit more dimensional because it's corn sweetness and then also like a little bit of sugar in the batter, I imagine. There certainly is just a little bit in my recipe. And then the like salty hot dog, but like a proper corn dog on a stick like twice in my life. Wow. We have to fix this. <laughs> I feel like we have to fix it. I just recently tested or like cross tested one of my friend Patty's recipes for kitchen for homemade corn dogs. And it's really easy. Um, I think everyone should make them. I think we should figure out how to make corn dogs also in the air fryer since we're pro <gasps> air fryer now. I think that's probably a really easy thing. Oh, it's so genius. And I've also seen the hacks where people take like cornbread mix, like Jiffy mix, and they make that up really quickly. So you don't have to buy like a ton of ingredients. And then you put your hot dogs on a skewer and you dip them in the batter and then you fry them or bake them. Um, so I think corn dogs are like another really fun hot dog dinner option. I love that. All right. While we're talking about corn dogs, let's talk about just like simpler because I do want to get to some like fancy topping ideas yes and fancy in quotes obviously (laughs) but I want to talk about like other fun like super kid-friendly preparations so Jacques Pepin the wonderful like sweet Jacques Pepin at the start of quarantine and maybe this was a video that he had around before I don't know this is when I was exposed to it a video went around of him making what he calls curly dogs. And he talks about how he made this for his grandchildren. And it's the cutest. It's such a fun little recipe. And it's so sweet to see this like, I don't know, in my mind, he'll always be fancy because he was like a chef with a capital C that I was exposed to when I was little, you know, and French food and making these adorable little like curly dogs. So fun. And the thing about the curly dog was he also made like a little kind of pickly veg thing to on top of it. I do think there were shallots involved, but he served it because like the way that he cut it, it curls up in the pan almost from a stick shape to a round shape. I think he served it on an English muffin and not on a hot dog bun. Yes. Which that like not to go too far off track, but that reminds me of two of my favorite Um, hot dog hacks, which is one is like you take the hot dog, you put a wooden skewer through it, and then you sort of like spiral cut it so that instead of being like one unbroken link, it's a spiral cut hot, like you can literally stretch it out. And what it does to the hot dog is one, it makes those like edges where it's cut super crispy. So if you like a crispy texture of like a grilled hot dog, this is a great way to get that. And if you have little kids, it also makes it easier for them to bite into the hot dog, whether it's in a bun or whether they're like eating it outside of the bun, which a lot my kids do a lot. And I think we can link to like a instructional 
post I've written on Kitchen about doing this. Awesome. My other favorite little hack is like if you're grilling hot dogs, and this actually works better for more of those like gourmet from your butcher hot dogs versus the like mass produced store-bought ones. But if you just, you know, sometimes like if you put hot dogs on a really hot grill, they split on the side and like all that juicy goodness sort of like fills out and it causes flare-ups a lot of times on the grill. If you just are intentional and like score the ends of each end of your hot dog, it allows that steam to escape and a little bit of the juice is lost, but not the like side splitting. And it also makes the hot dogs like a little bit more plump because they're not losing all the juice in splitting. Jean, yes. One more kid-friendly version of hot dogs that I want to share. Okay. Just like a grilled cheese hot dog. <laughs> Wait, what? But like, yeah, just like splitting a hot dog down the middle and like tucking it into your grilled cheese. Prick. You know, That's like so grill it a little bit to like brown it on each side, like in your pan, like butter, the way yes. you do it, but split yes. so that it then fits inside of a grilled cheese. Grilled cheese hot dog is the bomb diggity. I feel like it's a mic drop right here to take a break <laughs> to hear from our sponsors. You guys, I am so excited to talk to you about our latest sponsor, Thrive Market. Our podcast name, Didn't I Just Feed You, comes from saying those exact words to our kids over and over, mostly about snack time. And Thrive Market has been my longtime, not-so-secret source for keeping up with all the snacking while also keeping it healthier. Stacy, your epic Thrive Market snack hauls are what made me a customer. Although, you know me, I was really sold once I realized that membership meant 25 to 50% off traditional retail prices and that orders $49 and over ship for free. Right? I mean, anyone who's feeding a family will absolutely save money, and not just on snacks. Thrive Market is a fantastic source of all organic and non-GMO foods, clean beauty and non-toxic home products, plus ethical meat, sustainable seafood, clean wine, hello, Hello. (laughs) and more. Also for us, it's no small deal that Thrive Market does as much good in the world as it does for its customers. They've always delivered with carbon neutral shipping from zero waste warehouses, and they've continued that while also maintaining fair practices for their warehouse team. And did you know that Thrive also has a one-for-one membership matching program where every paid membership sponsors a free one for a low-income family? And they even have started a Thrive Market COVID-19 relief fund that has raised over $500,000 so far to provide grocery stipends to families facing hardships due to COVID-19. All that, and they provide a direct line to our snack pantries, which is pretty much the most helpful thing anybody can do for parents right now. Since we want every listener to get in on all the goodness, we've got a special offer. Go to thrivemarket.com backslash didn't I just feed you and choose from whichever membership works best for you. They offer one and 12 month options. Once you do, you'll automatically get $20 shopping credit on your first order. And hey, if you join our listeners group on Facebook, we'll also have Thrive Market goodies for you there too. But first, visit thrivemarket.com backslash didn't I just feed you to start saving today. This week's episode is also brought to you by our friends at Breyers Ice Cream, America's number one ice cream brand. Breyers Carb Smart offers food lovers like me on a low-carb diet a line of sweets with three to five grams net carbs per serving in flavors like chocolate-covered almond, vanilla, peanut butter, and caramel swirl. They are the perfect way to get my frozen treat fix, except for the fact that they're so good my kids keep stealing my stash. To get an exclusive discount on your next purchase, visit briars.com backslash didn't I just feed you. All right, we took care of the kids. Oh, 
darn it. I'm going to just say it because I can't help myself. You know that slicing hot dogs, sauteing them, and then scrambled eggs. That's another really kid-friendly one. Billis, I feel like I really underestimated the volume of hot dogs. <laughs> that you- it's so good. All right. Let's talk about, quote unquote, grown up like hot dog toppings. Like, let's get Fancy. creative for a little bit. Fancy hot dogs. Okay. Hot dogs. Let's do it. I feel like you have more fancy ideas than I do, but maybe I'll come up with some. I was thinking about elotes hot dogs, like taking, putting corn on hot dogs. Oh my God. Yes. (gasps) Talk to me more. Like, what would you do? Okay. We all, we're going to, we know that you haven't done it yet, but like, talk to us. But you know, elotes is like that Mexican. Yes. Corn. It's sometimes served on a stick. It's usually grilled and it gets like a mixture of mayonnaise and like spices, including chili powder and sometimes smoked paprika. Sometimes there's like a little lime zest as you're getting fancy. And so that flavorful mayo is spread on the corn and then it's rolled in katilla cheese. And then you eat it like that. But you there's also like these elote salads, right, where you're taking that basic idea, but the corn corn kernels are cut off. And then dressed in a mayonnaise and cheese dressing. Like, can we put that on hot dog? Oh, my God. Yes. That's genius. Wow. Okay. Well, I feel like (laughs) I don't know that I can come up with it. I have like two quick ones that I really wanted to make sure to mention. Okay. It's like a BLT dog because I used to love wrapping bacon around the hot dog. Right. And then like think about the Chicago style dog. Slice the tomatoes, little shredded lettuce, um, some mustard delish. And also with a lot of brands now will make like beef dogs, pork combination, chicken hot dogs. Oh, buffalo or like chicken or turkey, buffalo chicken dogs. Right. So you get the chicken or turkey hot dog. And then like slices of celery, maybe some scallion, a little crumbled blue cheese. Maybe the kids leave that part off. And then buffalo sauce. That's right up Brian's alley. Although I would put the buffalo sauce directly on the hot dog in the pan with that little bit of butter. And then do a a, like queen of salads, Billis salad, where it's like the shaved celery and blue cheese with like that little, a little dressing. Yum, with shallots. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. So talking about queen of salads, like those broccoli slaws. Yes. I've also put that in hot dogs too. So like, and you know, I'm trying to think of like, I've done different dressings. I've done like a traditional kind of slaw dressing, but I've also done like lime, a little bit combination of sour cream and Greek yogurt. When I say lime, I mean lime juice, chopped cilantro, chopped scallion, and use that kind of thing. Maybe a little bit of like uh, white wine vinegar too, or cider vinegar. Toss that with the slaw mix, the store-bought slaw mix, and then tuck that into hot dogs too. It's pretty yummy. And then jalapenos for the grown-ups. I feel like we really haven't talked enough about how to put cheese on a hot dog. Besides oh, yeah, in a grilled cheese. And I did mention chili cheese dogs, but like what other kind of cheese can you put on a hot dog? Well, we talked about blue cheese. I don't know. What else? How about making a cheese sauce? Like we talked about this for nachos. Oh, with some Cabot, like extra sharp. Yeah. cheese. Oh, so good. Like nacho and, cheese on top oh, of a hot yes. dog. With Ooh. some like diced white onion in this Ooh. case. Yes, 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 yes. Maybe right? a chopped avocado. Oh, delish. I cannot believe you didn't come up with pizza dogs. Oh. Is that weird? 
I feel like I just failed myself there. <laughs> like what? I've never done it. Do we think we can do like a pizza dog? Yes. Talk think, to me. What's I your think, idea here? Okay. So I would definitely do like a little bit of marinara sauce in like in cooking the hot dog. So they're kind of like enrobed in the pizza sauce. Enrobed. And then put them in I the bun it. and do like the mini pepperonis and yes. mozzarella and Parmesan. And then maybe like stick a tray of them under the broiler. So the cheese does get like all melty and charred a little bit. Yum. That sounds so good. Can we just I make that, that a recipe for the show notes? <laughs> I feel like we should. A pizza I hot dog. love it. My kids would go wild. Also, that got me thinking, you know, I did that pretzel, the pizza pretzel once. And, and we haven't talked. I know we talked about corn dogs, but we haven't talked enough about like not the bun, but like other things that you can wrap your hot dog in. Like, hello, puff pastry, which we both love. And also, like, biscuit dough, whether you buy canned biscuit dough or you make your own, I feel like there's an opportunity for biscuit hot dogs. Well, I can't believe that I didn't mention when we were talking about, like, the super kid-friendly preparations, wrapping them in pop and bake crescent dough. Yes. And I do that all the time. I think I even mentioned in some episodes recently. We've definitely talked about it before, like, because I have a recipe on Kitchen, which is puff pastry and sausage version, which we call sausage in a snuggie what is the other pigs in a blanket where you do like the mini bits of hot mini hot dogs yes love those um how about a taco shell can we put a hot dog in a taco shell it's kind of shaped the same as a hot dog bun i feel like we'll get hate mail for that (laughs) (laughs) claudette zapetta is gonna email us and be like you know what i don't think claudette zapetta is worried about those like taco shells like yeah. the hard taco shells but could <laughs> you imagine like do you ever take like a fresh tortilla corn tortilla at home and fry it so it's like sort of crispy but also still pliable that's what i want the hot dog in if we're gonna do it that's delicious too yeah, yeah. all right so this this is making me think of like cornbread. You already mentioned that, but could we make like a casserole with hot dogs and top it with cornbread? Like can hot dogs be serve us as a quick way to add protein? Like I mentioned it, like hot dogs cut up and added to scrambled eggs. Yeah, I was trying to think of that. I think there are a lot of those like like beanie weenie recipes. Oh, yes, <laughs> where you yes. make like small pasta cook small pasta shells and like what do sort of a tomato based sauce and toss in chopped up hot dogs there's absolutely no reason that you couldn't do that with like a box of annie's mac and cheese and throw cut up hot dogs into it although i know your boys are not really into that kind of mac and cheese but they aren't that's okay unless i put like a like a lot of garlic powder which yeah which um, in that at that case in that case you're probably just like cooking your own pasta and doing your own sauce and business. Yeah. But yeah, throw the hot dogs in there. Or what about like a chili dog casserole? Like I if mean, you have leftover chili, but it's not quite enough to stretch to make a meal, can you cut up some hot dogs, like put it all together and then like mix up a box of cornbread and like dollop it on top or something? Uh yeah, that sounds delicious. <laughs> Of course can you can that? do that. Yes. This is funny. This is a funny episode because I feel like we're actually recipe brainstorming together as opposed to being like here. And then there's this. These are all this. the genius ideas I've already had. We're just right. figuring it out together. You know what's great about that? I do think that that speaks to how easy this can be. That like these are like no recipe ideas or they build on recipes that you already have and love. Yes. Oh, my God. I had another thought. 
Okay. Hot dog and fried rice. Ooh, yes. That's right? so smart. Frozen veggies, leftover rice, you know, some eggs and some hot dog. And you got hot dog fried rice. <laughs> I have nothing more to say well, about it. That's it. That might be where we like have to end it. That like. Were there more ideas than you thought we'd have? Um, Yeah, I didn't think we would even spend 30 minutes talking about hot dogs. How long to have be we quite spent? With you. I want to know. I want receipt. Your receipt is 28 minutes and 13 seconds. <laughs> We should though. Okay, so here's here's the thing that we're trying to work in a little more is like also trying to get some info for some of our friends who are listeners who don't eat meat. So we should start a thread because I know there are a couple of vegan families in the listeners group who probably can offer the best brand suggestions. I've never bought vegan or vegetarian dogs, so I can't offer any insight. But all of these ideas would work well with that. And then wasn't there? For a while, two or three years ago, a carrot dog that everyone was really into where you basically like take a big carrot, you peel it, and then you poach it in a super flavorful brine that sort of tastes like a hot dog and you put that in a bun. Yes, that was like a huge thing for a while, along with like eggplant bacon and stuff, like people turning veggies into these like yummy meaty things yeah i never i made eggplant bacon and that was delicious but i haven't done the carrot dog so maybe that's I on my to make list for this summer because both my kids are into carrots and we're growing a bunch in our garden let's do it let's get more veggie dog ideas from our listeners i love it and while you're at it, guys, make sure that you're subscribed both to Didn't I Just Feed You? Of course, you can do that right now where you are, and also to our newsletter. There we share a bonus recipe every week, plus our favorite weekly finds. You can subscribe to the newsletter using the link on Instagram, on Facebook, or just directly on didn'tijustfeedyou.com. And be sure to join that private listeners group on Facebook. The code word to get in is whiskey. We would just love to have you there. It's where we're doing the most talking directly to you this summer. There's lots of really great threads in there. And if you don't already, find us on Instagram uh, where we're also at Good Night Just Feed You. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jim Endo. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Stacy. And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well fed until next week. Don't forget to rate and review. Oh yeah, give them five stars.